You uh, you don't have any gray hair, do you? Not yet. I'm Not hoping yet. I get some soon. <laughs> well, then someday you might be hired. Then you might be a successful uh, blogging internet person like me, and the world will take you seriously because you have – you don't have, like, one gray hair? You've never seen a gray hair? No, but you can see it in my beard, right? I got some gray. Okay, so you do have some gray hair. Yeah, just on my face. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, that's that touch of gray. Now, also, we could take you seriously. We couldn't take you seriously at 38. You didn't know shit then. But see, now that you have a couple a couple gray hairs there, now we could take you seriously. Well, most of my clients are millennials, so they probably look up to me <laughs> as an older brother of sorts, huh? Huh? Ah, <laughs> ah, uh, ah, I see uh, what you did there. Yes, sir. Oh, um, is it cloudy where you're at right now? It's actually really sunny. I don't know what it is with me, but like if I want to go outside, I want it to be sunny. But if I am going to commit to staying in because I took my uh, drugs and my uh, vitamins and my stomach is queasy now, I kind of want to just stay in. I want it to be raining and thunderstorming outside, so I have no guilt whatsoever that I'm not outside. And unfortunately, it is also very sunny here as well. We were supposed to get some rain, but I was kind of hoping for some cloud and rain and cold. So like, ah, stay in, Aaron. There's no reason for you to go outside. So uh, it's not February, man. No, I know it's not. It's May. It's May coming up. May. Look at that. Soon it'll be June. Yet I'm still working. <laughs> How are you still really? I, I knew thought, you were like, gonna ask. Uh, well, yeah, inevitably, but but uh, I I didn't think you would. Please tell me you're not working full time. Well, uh, some days I am, but I, I was trying to think of a way I was going to explain this to you when we were able to get on here and stream. Um, so let me ask you this. Mm. Are there some parts of what you do? You do a lot of things. You write, you do consulting videos, you, you set up these courses. Is there any part of that that you just really, really dread? You like it's the last thing you want to do, but you know you have to do it. I would say not dread. It's not at that stage yet, but uh, the novelty, the, sh the shine or the sheen has worn off on asshole consulting. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, but now keep in mind, doesn't mean I don't enjoy it or that it's not the greatest job I've ever had. <clears throat> but, you know, it's, it's just like anybody else. I mean, I'm sure Sterling Cooper, who's a porn star, he wakes up, he's like, oh, shit, I got to have sex again today with hot, big breast. <laughs> no, seriously, he probably does have to do that. And it's kind of the same thing where I'm kind of like, you know, I've, I've stayed on top of it pretty good. I also drastically, well, not drastically, but I significantly increased my prices. So the volume has gone down. Uh, but for a while there, I'm like, fuck, 12 requests, 12. And they all, and they're, they're innocent, nice kids. There's nothing wrong with them. Uh, but it's just, it's just, yeah. So there's, there's times where I wake up and like yesterday was a perfect example. You know what I did yesterday? Uh, well, I saw you did some videos. I yesterday. did some videos, but I washed, uh, and cleaned the cars, the exterior and the interiors. I armor all them. Um, what else? Uh, drove out an hour to get a lunch with a friend of mine. Um, you drove an hour to get lunch? To get or you lunch. Just... No, oh, no, wow. I drove an hour to get, get, well, it was an hour and 10 minutes round trip. But uh, the point is I didn't, I didn't do the machinery, the factory, bang out. Requ I did a little bit. I, if you remember yesterday, I did some originals. I didn't just do um, – requests i did some originals that i've wanted to do for quite some time i gotta see those see yeah they're they're about economics uh it's mm. it's basically what the best one is you're not a financial genius joe biden just printed off more money 
that, that's, <laughs> that's uh, probably we could figure out where that one. Uh, but it's um, yeah. Yesterday it was just avoid, and thankfully I don't have that much to do. Like things are finally getting back to normal. The house is kind of on autopilot, so yes, the, the dread is there's not dread yet, but it was kind of a nice day to not have 12 videos to do mm -hmm. no. why are you dreading your your accounting so i think last time we were on here or maybe it was the time before i was talking to you how i was like you know what there may be an officially extended deadline but not in my world if you don't have right. your stuff ready you know screw you mm. so the, for the first week uh so you know between april 16th to the 23rd or whatever some people would try to send me stuff and i'm like nope you know gone fishing you missed your window yep. I was getting more and more of these requests and then it dawned on me like as these were piling up well there was that you know there's okay. you want to get money sooner rather than later <clears throat> right but the reason i asked you that question about something you dread that you know you have to do i'm gonna have to do these people's stuff sometime whether it's going to be now or june july or whatever so i reached a point and i kind of knew this was going to happen i reached a point where I didn't want to think about having to do them in the future. I just wanted to knock them out because there wasn't much going on here anyway. Like the weather was bad. Um, okay. I, so there was no opportunity cost. Yeah. That's the way I was looking at it because yeah. I mean, I, I wanted the money, like you said, and, um, and uh, there were a couple of them that legit needed some help because they didn't get their stimulus checks. Now that's their fault. I mean, I'm not a babysitter as you can see, but mm -hmm. I wanted to help them out. So I'm still doing work right now up till the 17th. And then I'm not even checking my email for a whole month. I don't blame you. Bang them out. But I, I mean, you put the hard. I mean, because the, the next deadline is what, 12 days away? Yeah, May 17th. What What do you think? People are still going to, oh, I didn't know. I mean, like how, how handicap mode do we got to put it on for them? Well, since, since next week is the last week, I'm expecting there's going to be quite a bit that comes in because, I mean, not everybody knew there was an extended deadline, but people started to figure it out, you know, from the mm -hmm. news or talking to people. So I expect I'll be busy next weekend or next week, but dude, I'm going to, I'll have a huge break after that and I will have earned it. So, well, the house should be done by about that time. So you come out to South Dakota. Yes. Hang out with me and the great one. Yes. Yes. Uh, and just, I'm not, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm taking a whole, I know Atham says I'm not capable of doing it. I'm taking a whole month off once Same. I get it. Yeah. And then, and then by take a whole month off, I mean, like, it's not like I'm just going to sit there for a month looking out the window at my pond. Uh, it's going to be like, well, I'm going to get furniture and kind of work mm. on the house a little bit, but I'm, I need to take, well, Roosh would do this very kindly. He, he'd do it every year. He'd take a full month off. You give the keys to whatever return of Kings to somebody else that says, I'm out of here for a month. And you absolutely have to do that. But uh, shouldn't, shouldn't your career or profession be like a teacher, but like reversed? You should have nine months a year off after three months of hell. That's how it, so it wasn't that way last year because of the right. stupid extended deadline. Of course, they extended it again this year. Normally, I'm not supposed to be working in May, June, and July, and November and December. So those are normally the five months. Right. Um, but, you know, I get a shorter amount of time this year. But that, and I've, you've heard me talk about this. Some people are not making the cut next year. They got to find another. Yeah, economy. no, I, I, I don't blame you at all. Uh, speak, uh, speaking of people who, who didn't make the cut, but Matt Forney, we got to get oh. Look at him. Forney huh. equals hang out soon. I know. Well, uh, we could, I could get him on Matt. Are you on Twitter? I don't know where, uh, 
which platform I have. I'm sure I got his email somewhere. I'm not against it. Uh, and Forney sent me a book that I got to listen to and review. That's another thing I'd like to do. Uh, Terra House Press, uh, uh, by the way, uh, if you're looking to read some short stories, Matt Forney's outfit. Um, but that stuff I'd like to do is like listen to audiobooks mm. while I go hiking and then do book reviews and not like, do I major in chemical engineering or do I major in mechanical engineering? Do I think about becoming an accountant. Like, and I know I'm like violating and insulting like a good third of my clientele, but I'm really sick of those questions. I'm really sick of these questions where you didn't do your own damn research. Oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> I bet. Well, that's what we're paid to. Do. And look, maybe, maybe that's just what we got to accept. We are paid to babysit. Not all of our clients. Some of our clients have their act together, obviously. Uh, but but there's a significant percentage of people out there that just want other people to take care of everything else for them. Yeah. So just maybe press a button in life and it's it's idiocracy for them. And they're lonely. So they want to call up and talk to me. And oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, here, Matt at Terra House Meg on Twitter. All right. Let me let me bear with it. I'm not going to uh, hang on at Terra House Meg. Another thing I got to do, I got to cement my status as this. So I will be visiting. Cement yourself. Best uncle ever. Oh, you're going out uh, west, are you? Well, I haven't set it up yet, but yeah, that would be fun. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. I'm dealing with (laughs) Terror House Bay. We follow each other. Well, why the heck? All right, let's get. Okay, there's, there's. All right. Give me a second here, Matt. Um, I'll send it to you here in a little bit. I got it set up. I just want to like, uh, what's Atham got going on? What is it? Make sure you have. Oh, a- is it? <laughs> <laughs> and then deny it. Then deny it. When you get there, say, so me. <laughs> you know what I like about Atham? That he never gets upset about it. Nothing. I don't like anything about Atham. But if I were to like something about Atham, if I were to like something about Atham, he knows everyone's character in the Red Pill, whatever manosphere. He, he can he can zing the rest of us. So, but anyway, um, all right. So then, uh, let's close out of that. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna cut people off now again. I mean, you yes. keep cutting further and further to the trunk yeah. of the tree. Dude, I've had it. Like I've had. It. I know I say that every freaking year, but it's it's ninety eight five percent virtual now. So if mm-hmm. you're not worth my time, then go away. Well, and the posts keep moving. Yeah. Like I mean, and and it's the benefit of having a good business and having a good skill, where it's like, no, this isn't even. I mean, because you're not even doing personal clients anymore, right? You're just doing corporate. Uh, no new personal clients. Yeah. Right. right. None. And I think I told you this. If you don't have an S corporation and you're not, or a partnership and you're not a friend or family member, uh-huh. I'm not doing your individual return period starting next year. So you're just doing the corporate return. You're not doing the personal. Oh, well, if you have, so like your situation, I'll do yeah. both because you, you have both. an S credit. Yeah. But if you're just, you know, somebody I've had for a while where, you know, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, then I'm sorry. Now that I'm going pretty much a hundred percent virtual, it's not worth my time. I, and you know what? It's it reminds me of Chicago. <clears throat> it was many years ago. Um, I did not have a credit card for the longest time. It wasn't until I got to Chicago that uh, I was forced to get a credit card. 
And the reason why is like, well, it's very traditional. I pay cash or check. That's what I would do. So I went to, what's the posh neighborhood in the Gold Coast? There's like a little hangout area immediately north of Chicago. In the Gold uh, Coast? It's it's by the Gold Coast, yeah. Um, Viagra Triangle. <laughs> no, not Viagra Triangle. I forgot what it was, but it was a very nice area. And I went to this restaurant and I got some food. And I was going to cut a check. And we, we don't accept checks. And I realized no one accepted checks in Chicago for <laughs> obvious reasons, a pain in the ass. And yeah. you could write a fake check. And I didn't understand. I'm like, this is in Camaro. And I was forced to come into the real world where I had to get a credit card. And it's the same thing. You got to force these people, whether they're boomers or old people, or just start. It's like, no, we're doing it online. We're, we're clo- like Fredericks of Hollywood. They don't have stores anymore. You know why? Because no one will go to them. No, well, no people go to them, but it's too expensive. It's like here's ah. your warehouse, order it small, medium, large. We ship it to you. Boom, we're done. And you can only get that stuff now on the internet. And so it's kind of the same thing where it's like if people are not willing to go online, well, I guess you're going to suck tailpipe. I mean, hopefully there's an old CPA who still has an abacus and does everything by paper. It can handle all these old farts who don't want to go on the internet. But yeah, man, you have every right to force this, this new reality upon your clients. I'm looking forward to it, but like you've heard me say, I'm dreading it a little bit because I am going to have to tell, I'm not keeping all of my friends. Like some of them I'm going to tell, look, I'm sorry, but I got to send you somewhere else. Yeah. And that's fine. Your friends should understand that. Like, well, you got higher profit. Yeah, no, I think they will. Um, just because, I mean, they know you got opportunity costs and it's a higher, like, look, I really make a lot more money doing this and, and, and we've earned it. And by the way, to be perfectly honest, they're not going to be your friends long-term anyway. Most of these people just go away after like five to 10 years. So by the time you're 50, <laughs> there won't be anybody left. <laughs> well, I've also told you I'm planning on uh, working with somebody else for next tax season. So that mm-hmm. may help. That should alleviate some things. Yeah. Yeah. A little adjutant or an assistant. Yeah. Uh, Should we get a couple of the super chats that we got queued up here? Yes. Adriano Ramos for $2 Australian. Chad, your Man City prediction was right. This is sports ball. You know, I like bad European soccer teams. And so I followed that a little bit. There was a game yesterday and I predicted the outcome and I was right. So Manchester, (laughs) Manchester City. There's two Manchester's United and City. Yeah. What uh, are they both bad European football teams? They're the best of the best. I just enjoy seeing the crap teams beat them. So <laughs> wait, did someone beat the the the, the underdog one? Uh, uh, in uh, weeks prior, there's been some of this, but he's talking about something called the Champions League. Like this is the top, the top of the top. Like this okay. is like the Super Bowl, and right. this is the Green Bay Packers just won the game that gets them to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So yeah. they won the playoffs, and now they're at, okay. All yeah, right. but. So is it a Manchester team that's going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Manchester City oh. is the one going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right, but but if that's one of the top teams, what do we care? I want the underdog. I want the Cubs Same. to win. I, uh, well, is Manchester City the shit team? No, no, no. They're the good team. But you know, oh. like the playoffs, there were some rounds before this. So mm-hmm. I was following, hoping you know the Detroit Lions would step up. Sure, sure. You keep you keep wishing that time. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I could just say the Vikings. You know. <laughs> Isn't it great they've never won a Super Bowl and they it's never really will? It's really funny. They've been in – it was in the 70s. They were in Super Bowls and could never win one. <laughs> yep. And now they get they get to the – what I 
I'm, I'm, I'm not very happy about anything in Minnesota, but what I am happy about is that two times now, I think within five years, the Vikings were, were about to go to the Super Bowl, and all they had to do was make a field goal. And yeah. both kickers botched them both. I mean, we're not talking 50 yarders. We're talking like 20, 20. 50. Yeah, like, and they botched it. And I can't think of a group of people that deserves more pain, misery, and let downedness uh, than Minnesota Vikings fans and Minnesotans in general. So it was just wonderful watching these people get tortured. The most recent one was five years ago where, yeah, they blew like a 20-yard field goal. And I remember right after that, it was really funny. Yahoo or whatever site had fan reactions. They were recording themselves. Sure, and they and thought it was all like, yeah. Oh, it was just, it was funny and sad at the same time. The Minnesotans do not deserve anything good to happen to them. They absolutely do not. I think <clears throat> maybe back in the 80s when Kirby Puckett and the Twins in 87 and 91, both yeah. once uh, World uh, World Series yeah. uh, titles, that, that was okay. That's when Minnesotans used to work. Uh, but for the most part, all of you deserve the teams you got and, <laughs> and the $4 billion stadium you all paid for that hasn't done anything. I'm going to guess that at the entire time of your uh, your time in the Carlson School of Management, the Carlson, School. the Carlson School of Management, you did not go to a single sporting event the whole time you were in college. No, I I was about to go to a. This is before I worked security. Uh, I was going to go to a football game, and either it was a cover I couldn't afford or something else. There was like the homecoming game, and you know, dopey. I think it was even like you know the first week or two of of your freshman mm. you know year. I'm like, okay, this is what I do. All right, I got my University of Minnesota little flag here. <laughs> and, uh, and and I, for whatever reason, I didn't go. And the only I, – I take it back. I have seen a sports ball event. <clears throat> it was a border battle between the Badgers and the Gophers. It was in the Metrodome in Minneapolis. Yeah. And to to – I'm not making this up, people. I don't – this isn't shtick. Minnesota sucks. The <laughs> culture sucks. The state sucks. The weather sucks. The politics suck. And the people, above all else, the people suck. So what would happen, I don't know if this is the same thing with Illinois and Wisconsin, but Minnesota and Wisconsin had reciprocity, right? Mm -hmm. And every Minnesotan would go to Wisconsin. And every Wisconsiner would go to Minnesota to get away from your parents, but pay the same intuition. Well, by about, you know, month one, you realize just what a crappy school, what a crappy culture Minnesota and Minnesotans are, that you're cheering against your home team. So here we are, home game, Minneapolis, right across the interstate from the Carlson School of Management, Metrodome, okay, where Kirby Puckett caught a ball with his bare hand. Minnesota kicks off to the Badgers. Badgers won the coin toss. 99-yard return. <laughs> and – the entire area, the, there was like a little bit of gold and, and maroon, which is the colors of the Gophers, but everything else was a sea of red and white because of the Badgers. Everyone hated Minnesota, including the people attending the University of Minnesota, that when that 99-yard return uh, punt return scored the Badgers seven points, the place went nuts. It was awesome. It was totally worth seeing. It was totally worth seeing the Badgers beat the ever-living shit out of the Gophers. Um, but that's the only sports ball I'd ever been to, uh, and it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, uh, Cuddle Wookums actually went to the University of Wisconsin Madison. No wonder y'all didn't get along. <laughs> I didn't get along with her because she's a joking. parasite and yeah. a lazy piece of shit and a vile, yeah. evil person. And I'm not that making that up. She's just a disgusting, mean person. That's that's it. How yeah. is, is is the is she married yet or no? 
Yeah, so she got married, what, about a year and a half ago? Moved okay. They live in Wisconsin now. Right, so. of course, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, Forney in the chat, like, well, I'll wait till he comes on. He, Those two, well, they didn't get along either, so. Well, that's because Forney's correct. We'll get Matt. We'll get you in here a bit. Let's just get through these super chats. I do want to talk to Matt. It's been a while since we've had Matt on the show. So. Fred, four ninety nine. Teachers unions are the enemy of the people. I want to be like Vlad when I grow up. Unlike Clary, Vlad has both an MBA and a six pack, maybe a six pack of beer. I said no to to PWC in twenty eleven. Um, Press Waterhouse Cooper's Library. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's who there. Right. I mean, I hate all of the big four, but yeah, if you're going to be an accountant, work for them for one or two years, then get the hell out. We say that so often. Yep. Yep. Uh, for Fred for four ninety nine, mom crashed my two thousand seven Honda Accord yesterday. It may be totaled. Should I get classic car or use Dodge Charger? I got first credit card because some car rentals require it. I don't know, Fred. I mean, do you really drive all over the place? You probably don't need to drive too much here. Dodge Charger. That's that's an okay car. I don't know. I I look. That's, it's one. Of, what's your philosophy? Like, okay, you haven't driven in a long time. All right. Well, if I haven't owned get, a car in a long time. Yeah. Well, you haven't owned a car in a long time. But if you were to get a car, what kind of car would you get? Because I'm going to guess you're going to go along my same line of logic here. Well, yeah, I'm not going to be the guy who gets a new car and the worth loses half its value the second you drive it off the lot. So I'd be right. more inclined to get something cheap and reliable used. Okay. All right. Because yeah. it, and that it's the same philosophy with me. It's I'm going to get transportation. A Dodge Charger is kind of a higher end car, not the highest end car, but it's it's a higher end car as composed uh, compared to a, a Dodge Dart or you know a Ford Focus. Or something. So, Fred, if you're just looking for transportation, I wouldn't even, you know, a, a 2007 Honda is a good, that's a good used car. That's that's perfectly fine. But if you're going to, if you're not going to do just transportation, you want to have a little bit of class, I think a classic car would be a good idea. The only problem is Fred lives in Chicago. So you're only going to use it six months out of the year and you got to worry about rust and everything else. Yeah. So until you move to Phoenix or Texas or wherever it is that you inevitably want to be there, Fred, I would postpone on any nice cars and just get yourself a, a shit box and, and just put the miles on it. That's what I would do. Wasn't the General Lee and the Dukes of Hazard a Dodge Charger? That was a Challenger. Oh, okay. That was a Challenger, yeah. yeah. And they got new Challengers out now, and, and I like them. I like them. Um, you know what you could do to save some money? What's that? Rent a Dodge Challenger. You know why? Uh, they why because you and i are short enough you can easily fit in the back of the seat i i slept in the back of a dodge challenger for like a week and it was actually comfy because they're so big and i'm so short. well i'm not that short but i'm short enough that you don't have to get a hotel so for a week i just stayed in the dodge challenger you know i go to my gym and whatnot and shower over there but it it saved me like you know a week like 300 bucks it was it was like free lodging so yeah if you get a big big dodge challenger uh, you can sleep in that uh, Atha, what is it? What is the super sticker? I can't see it. Uh, well, I'll bet it's one of two things that I bet you could guess. It's gonna be a Mexican poops or a rabbit doing something very jittery. It's basically it's a it's a pile of crap with a uh-huh. face on it smiling. Right, right. That'd be yep. That's that's Atha. That's a uh, Juan Dove two euros. Chad, your take on Mourinho leaving uh, us takes so uh, U.S. takes. Jose Mourinho, he is this coach who who's always been coaching good soccer teams. You know, okay. so he was one of those. 
And so he got fired a few weeks ago and, you know, people were like, oh, he's he's done. He's washed up. And then he gets a new job at another decent team. I mean, the guy's like Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> I think only 5% of the audience is going to get that reference. <laughs> uh, Fred for Buck 99. Will Floyd murder trial be voided? A juror was BLM. Yeah, I saw that story. I, I don't know. I don't I don't watch the news anymore. I'm I mean, taking action to ensure I'm not going to speculate about US politics. I'm going to ensure myself against them. So uh Swallow Swallow Blue. Blue. Uh before I read this, Swallow Blue, you wanted me to help you out with something, an interview. Every time I e- I tried to email you back saying, yeah, let's talk, I got it bounced back. So you may want to send me a good email address or something. Yeah. No, um, so for two bucks, he says, so I got, I just got my first pay raise. God, I hate uni. You work part time? That's it. That's it. All right. Let me, let me get Matt in here. Matt, hang on. There you go, Matt. When's the last time you talked to Forney? Ooh, uh, well, we uh, we periodically text yeah. on, on WhatsApp. So probably a few weeks ago, we were texting. Well, why don't we take a break while Matt gets on? Because I gotta go take a piss and I'm gonna get some more coffee. All right. Okay, I'm gonna all sing. Right. You sing. Or actually, let's do this. You guys ask me while Clary's gone. Ask me any question, and I'll answer it quickly. If you want, it's okay if it's about soccer. I am a big fan of the English Premier League. And as you know, I like the bad teams. Wow, there's usually... Oh, we're on the Older Brother channel because on, on Clary's other channel, usually we're up to like 300, but I guess this one's still growing. Hmm. Tall and Man. Oh, that's okay, Swallow Blue. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to screw you. Uh, Juan, my favorite bad team is a team called Burnley. Uh, my ancestors on my father's side came from there, so I kind of adopted them. They're probably about to get, well, they may get relegated. They're not quite safe. I mean, they played like crap on Monday when I watched them. Um, <laughs> All right. What? We got out <laughs> I made a comment. I go, oh, I think the older brother channel is still growing. Because normally we have like five times the amount of people, viewers, watching a stream. On my, on my, uh, on my Clary, right, on the Clary channel we do. Um, but that's, uh, I don't know. I don't mind having this small little stream here this little other channel that very few people know about, which is fine, which is fine. So it's a good backup. Forney. What's up, man. Do we lose Forney? Matt, you're on. Put your camera on, dude. No, I think he's, he might be muted or something. He might be muted. Yeah. So he, 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 yeah, he's, he's putzing with it. Matt, you want to come in and out, drop out, come back in, check your, your wiring. Okay, he'll come back. Um, you want to do something unconventional? Sure. Because it's just going to save time. Uh, <clears throat> this kid hasn't paid me, but it's an accounting question, so let's just bang this out. Uh, hey, Cappy, I've recently accepted an offer at a big four accounting firm. I'll keep it anonymous, which one? The pay is pretty average, around 50 k a year, but living yeah. costs in my city are pretty low, 160 uh rent per week. 
Since then, I've been reading a lot and have seen many of your videos advertising not to work for such big companies. Despite this, I'm still under the impression that working at these companies short term is the best way to start your career and get the three years of experience for your CPA. It may also be worth mentioning that he lives in a foreign country, not the United uh, States, which okay. is why I think the three years experience is different and the rent is, is off. Uh, where the team sizes are a lot smaller and potentially less ass fucky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my question is, when is the right time to leave these big firms? Do I stay just to get my CPA or stay longer till I get more managerial position? Additionally, how bad is it working for these firms, uh, big, big firms? And is there any upside trying to stick it out at a big paying position such as director or partner? Any help is appreciated. Chad, go. Okay, the first video I ever did for you, I remember talking about the CPA and the big four. Hmm. I came to you, you want to get that CPA as quickly as possible and for as cheap as possible. So I say stay there as long as it's going to take you to pass the CPA because they cover all that. You know, they pay for your materials, test fees and everything. And then once that com that's complete and you've been there for a year or so, get the hell out as soon as you can. You don't want to rise in the ranks of the big four because it's miserable. It ages you quickly and the politics, you know, the workplace politics, just use them for what you can and get the hell out of there. I've, I've, it was already that way in corporate America in general. Then when you throw on, uh, that you're the best in the business, like the big four or the bulge bracket, or yeah. you're the top, you're, you know, you're the goo, you're one of the fang companies. Everybody wants to work there. Every psychopath, every sociopath, forget it, man. It ain't worth it. You should be, and the CPA allows you to join the 1099 superior race yeah. or whatever it is in his country, whatever they call self-employed individual over there. Um, <clears throat> the CPA is way more important than work experience. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, if I were to do it all over again, well, I wouldn't have gotten a CPA. I would have gone to a nuclear engineer. Right, let's try That's Matt nice. again. Matt, uh, there you can are. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. You got a little coming in loud and clear. Yeah. I mean, that was, uh, that was, yeah, that was a cabling issue. But, uh, yeah, it's nice, nice to talk to you guys again. It's been a while. What's up in the, yeah, what's up in the world of Matt Forney? You got a real job now or something? <laughs> I got a job. I've got a uh, company that is uh, very financially successful. And I live in an area where I don't have to walk around with a mask constantly. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is nice. Well, can can you say where you are now or no? I'm in Mexico. Uh, I'm yeah, in Mexico. Uh, Guadalajara to be specific. Okay. What? Uh, I, that's one thing that I've always. You don't stay still. So now is is Mexico's, and I've always watched you. You go from Albania to Georgia to Prague to wherever else. Uh, why Mexico? Was it just closer to the United States? Warmer weather? What's the deal? Uh, this is a well, this is a bit of a long story, but basically my plan. Um, like last year, well, about a year and a half ago, was I was living in Georgia and then I was living in Armenia and I was going to move to Argentina to uh, see if I could get a second citizenship and because, uh, you know, it would be a bit easier to coordinate with clients in the U.S. and whatnot because of the time zone issue and because right. I have a close friend in Buenos Aires who's going to help me get set up. Um, but before I decided to go to Argentina, I was all like, well, I should do a road trip across Europe because I'm probably not going to be here for a while. So, you know, I was going to see some countries I hadn't been to and you know meet up with some friends uh in budapest and i started the road trip in greece in march of 2020 and then i w went to albania a week later and that's when all this shit happened you got so stuck there right i was there for four months i was in albania for four months um it was um it was not as bad as I thought it would be, but it was not pleasant. Um, then I was in uh, I was in North Macedonia briefly. I was in Serbia for three months. Then I was in Bosnia for three months. Um, 
And eventually a close friend of mine sold me on Mexico because Mexico had everything uh, I was looking for in Argentina in terms of uh, weather, residency, you know, food, women, et cetera. Uh, and most importantly, no Corona restrictions, no entry restrictions at all. In fact, if you go to the IATA uh, map, which updates all the entry restrictions for every country on the planet, Mexico is the only country in the world that does not have any entry restrictions. There's a form you're supposed to fill out like for COVID, but like when I went here, like the immigration officer didn't even ask for it. Um, and my state, uh, Yalisco, uh, recently abolished all of its re- uh, corona restrictions. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no social distancing. There's no closures. There's no masks. Nothing. Like some private businesses might still require, but like nobody really cares here. It's so like that's pleasant. Would Would you say you would have gone to Mexico anyway, despite uh, COVID? Like uh, uh, from all your your political, and I don't, I don't mean this in a political Fox News CNN type of analysis, but your sovereign analysis, your country analysis, would you have still gone to Mexico? Uh, it wasn't a country I'd really thought about, uh, just because it was a uh, you know I don't think Americans think that uh, think that deeply about Mexico, but like I said, I looked into it. It's got a very favorable visa policy. For example, uh, Americans can reside here for I think 180 days, uh, and there's no rollover period, so you know you can leave and then come back for another 180 days. Um, it's very easy to just you know do things here both legally and, uh, you know, well, Mexico is a place where the law is kind of flexible, if you get my meaning. Um, And the weather is quite nice. Uh, You know, I was was in Mexico City for a week. I didn't really care for it. It's uh, rather big. It's uh, the traffic is horrible because it's a city of like 12 million people. Um, The weather is not that great. It was raining all the time. And uh, the women are are disgusting. Uh, Hold it, hold it, hold it. Like physically disgusting, attitude disgusting. I've never I, I know very little about Mexico. Ah, physically, because uh, Mexico City is uh, most of the people who live there are migrants from the south. Like, uh, and the further south in Mexico you go, the more indigenous it is. Like, if you've seen like Guatemalans, El Salvadorians, like South Mexicans from southern Mexico look like that. Whereas uh, Guadalajara, as well as some of the border provinces, such as uh, you know Monterey or, uh, or Chihuahua. They're, yeah, they're whiter. So, like, the women in Guadalajara are pretty hot. Um, and the weather's nice, too. There's literally not been a single rainy or cloudy day since I got here in January. So that's a nice factor. Where, where is Guadalajara? I mean, I, I know Monterey, Mexico City, Puerto Vallarta, and Cancun. I, my, my geography is not. Where's Guadalajara? Guadalajara is uh, in central Mexico. It's about midway down the uh, Pacific coast. It's not on the coast. Uh, it's about four hours from the Pacific Ocean, um, but it's about mm, you know it's it's in it's in the central part of the country, central western part. mountainous area. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's well, most of Mexico is actually mountains, but yeah, this is a mountainous area. Okay, and what what are, what are they? Uh, an industrial city, a farming city? What's the main main? I'm just trying to paint a picture of Guadalajara. Um, it's the cultural capital of Mexico. It's a, um, uh, you know, like the Yalisco is, uh, that's the state that Guadalajara is in is, uh, you know, the cultural capital of Mexico. Uh, their, their, uh, their tourist slogan is Yalisco y Mexico because every Yalisco is Mexico because almost everything that is, uh, recognizably Mexican, um, is uh, comes from Yalisco. Like, uh, you know, birria comes from Mexico. Tequila comes Sombreros. from Mexico. You know, uh, I don't think sombreros, but like mariachi music comes from Yalisco. Bullfighting oh, okay. comes from Yalisco. Um, and so, so you've got all that. 
So it's mainly it's mainly a cultural hub. Like Monterey is a manufacturing hub, and you know Mexico City is where you've got government and all that. Right, uh, right. Yeah, Tijuana and Cancun are tourist places. All right. Well, no, I just I mean, are you enjoying it then? Oh, it's it's lovely. I mean, I don't think I'm going to be going anywhere just because I'm I'm sick of moving around. I did all that last year, and it was not it was not pleasant, particularly with all the you know the various restrictions and stuffs. Well, you've been a genuine uh, vagabond and traveler. I mean, for a decade now. I remember you you hitchhiked across uh, the United States, and I always go past the exit where you got stuck in Gillette for like three days. I always laugh my ass off when I go past that exit. But I mean, you've been. Then you went out. How long were you in Europe? Like it's been at least five years, right? Uh, four years. Uh, four, four years and a four years and some change. All right, and now maybe see because we can all pay Andrew Hendrickson billions of dollars to figure this out. But you've actually had boots on the ground, so I'm kind of, you know, it's like, well, figure out what Matt figured out, and and you know, not that you and I are the same person, and that me or Chad are all gonna, we're all gonna head down to Guadalajara or anything like that. But no, I just I'm just very curious about your your observation. So would any would you recommend any country in Europe or were they all just kind of had one deal breaker or another? Well, I mean, the issue of Europe right now is like, you know, all the all the virus restrictions um, right now. Like if you wanted to go to Europe, uh, the only country that Americans are allowed to go to would be like, I think the UK, which would be pointless because they're under a severe lockdown to the point where they're not even allowing their own citizens to leave the country. I think you can go to Ireland. They're also under lockdown. Uh, and the and the other countries you go to would be Belarus, Ukraine, Serbia, Bosnia, North Macedonia, Albania, Georgia. If you have a vaccination or a PCR test, and Armenia. So, like the selection is pretty limited right now. Um, there are some countries in Georgia I would recommend uh, in Europe. I would recommend uh, you know, but uh, for me the issue was just. Uh, it was a combination of just fatigue from all the uh, all the place, um, uh, the various peccadillos, and also the time zone issue. Um, because you know, it was really bad in Georgia because like I'm nine hours ahead of Eastern time. So like if I wanted to talk to a client or whatever, it usually involved me staying up really really late. Right. Um, in in uh, in Latin America, I don't have that issue. Like I'm cent- I'm on Central time right now. It's ten in the morning, so mm. that's not an issue anymore. Well, no, I, I just, I'm kind of interesting following your, your, your escapades and all that. So uh, now Terror House uh, Magazine, that's still a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Terror House Press. Yeah. We've published uh, 24, 24 books to date. Uh, uh, to date uh, and we have a, uh, we have another, we have another book coming out on Friday. You know, we've been putting out uh, two, three books a month, uh, audio books and stuff like that. You know, we're not like a super, you know, we're not like a super profitable thing. Like I'm not going to be retiring off this, but we are making money. We're moving from uh, success to success, you know, and you mentioned, I sent you the audio book of masculine amidst madness earlier. You know, that's, that's our most successful book by far. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy how it's working out. Cause it's something I wanted to do my entire life. And it's, you know, it's more interesting. Than what what, I was doing what is my mentor, my death? Is that it? The one uh, men- my mentor, death. That's another one. Uh, did I give you the wrong link? Um, no, no, I, I, I'm just, cause I'm on your website right now. And uh, I am going to get to it. I've just been busy with with building a house and things, as you imagine. You know how it goes. Uh, but what was the one that you sent me, or you wanted uh, to send me? That was that was Masculine Amidst Madness. That's a um, it's a book by Ryan Landry, kind of about the, the topics we talk about, masculinity and stuff. You know, very well written, and it's a bit more philosophical than you'd expect from this genre. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, I, th- I figured you would enjoy that one. But, uh, you know, we might, but it's a bit outside of what we normally publish. We generally focus on fiction and like literary nonfiction and poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a book I took up because it's really well written. Okay. Well, and, I, also, I and, and it's also Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson, which is really cool. Really? Oh, like, yeah. We, really? Uh, the, uh, the, the ebook and paperback version did when it was released last year. Wow. Because yeah, Shapiro had a book coming out like a month later, and we were already selling uh, outselling him within like a day. That's awesome. So, but this is your side gig, right? But and I don't, I don't want you identifying anything. But you do have like a daytime job now that you can do remotely. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually on the job right now, but it's a job that basically involves maybe about ten minutes of actual work an hour. So I'm free to do stuff like this when I'm not yeah, <laughs> when I'm not doing stuff. Pretty much every job, so that's that's good. All right, well, let's. Uh, I guess let's go through some uh, super chats that are caught up. Uh, but but and then maybe we could just call it a day because I don't know about you guys, but I got other stuff I can do. Uh, go ahead, handle this, Chad. Saxon Smith for two dollars Australian. Finally got to join live. Love your work from Australia or Austin. I think it's Australia because he's got. Oh, the, he's got the Australian, Australian dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see what this one is. What is it? Uh, Matt, have you ever had the displeasure of meeting Atham? Um, no, I have not. I'd be happy. You don't want to meet him. Nobody. nobody. <laughs> it's the opposite of Ray Romano. Nobody likes Atham. It's a sperm with a dog face, and it says game over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're exa- exactly. That's what I ex- I've come to expect from him, guys. <laughs> oh, it is Cinco de Mayo. It uh, is Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo to Atham and others of Mexican descent. There we go. And it was not Mexican independence. I do believe it was a victory over uh, the French in a particular battle. Um, I think we're done. You said? Yeah, that's it. I, I don't know about you, but I could. I, I got to go. get to work. Yeah. I got to do stuff too. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Matt, why don't you plug your stuff? Uh, yeah. Because you're, you're, you have stuff to plug. Yeah, go to visit uh, terrorhousepress.com for all of our books. Uh, we've got uh, a book coming out on Friday, Freedom by Wang Yin. It's a bilingual poetry collection. You know, it's a bit uh, maybe outside the, the bailiwick of the audience. But uh, I don't know. I didn't like poetry before I started doing Terror House. And now I just, you know, now I'm writing in my own poetry collection. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also terrorhousemag.com where we publish, you know, short stories and poems every day. You know, Twitter, dot at ter- Twitter is terrorhousemag. Uh, Instagram, Terror House Mag. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We do a podcast. Well, it's on hiatus right now, but the Terror House Radio is coming back next yeah, week. Yeah, I was about to say, when you go to podcast again, because I know it, you may not have thought much of it, but I, I really did enjoy your your observations of different countries and just, you know, a day in the life of Matt Forney. Well, uh, my co-host, Bryden, um, he was taking a month off just because he had, a, you know, uh, stuff to do. Uh, we're bringing the podcast the podcast back next week. We're also moving to a live format just because it's, a, you know, it's easier for uh, easier for me. It's yeah. less work to do in uploading stuff. But, yeah, it's, uh, look for Terror House Radio on YouTube and you'll find on it. On YouTube. Okay, so that's the platform that I'll be on. So, good. All right, uh, Chad, I know you want so many more new clients. <laughs> that's- <laughs> you guys don't send me any messages, okay? <laughs> Yeah, do um, not email Chad. Do not email. He doesn't need any more clients. So yeah. But um, all right, that's it. Will you take us out correctly, Chad? Toodles. <laughs>